Wine and Shine, where Tracy takes a closer look at issues that at first glance seem to be a permanent part of Luxembourgish life and hopes to find out who or what can solve them. In the spring of 2023, Luxembourg for the first time participated in an OECD study on the level of financial literacy among the population. Considering the Grand Duchy's status as a financial hub, the results were surprising. On average, the country scored 60 out of 100 on financial knowledge, behavior and attitude, a score that was close to 50 when looking at the results of adults aged 18 to 29. So, how can a country that has such a prolific financial sector not reflect this in its education? What is the danger of this and what solutions exist to solve the issue? Jessica Thirion, a financial education advisor at the ABBL Foundation for Financial Education, tells us more about this on this episode of Wine and Shine. If its general score on financial literacy isn't amazing, Luxembourg's population on average had a good financial knowledge, at 70%, but younger generations, generally speaking, don't know as much. So to begin with, is there a difference between financial knowledge and behavior? Jessica Thirion says, Quand on parle de littératie financière, ce sont vraiment les bases. Donc c'est une question de vocabulaire. When we talk about financial literacy, we mean understanding the vocabulary and concepts. Now, financial education goes beyond that. It includes the behaviors and mindsets and will include subjects that are much larger. The foundation Thirion works with, the ABBL Foundation for Financial Education, was founded in 2016 by the Banks and Bankers Union, ABBL, to promote this topic among the public. Since it was founded, it has set up several programs, like Money Week, to teach people about handling money and understanding how it works. What the foundation found, and the OECD study also confirmed, was that there is an imbalance in who knows what about the topic, and especially how little younger generations seem to know. What surprised us was indeed the results among the under 30s, and in particular, when it comes to the digital world, where we see a complete imbalance. Those above the age of 30 scored over 60%, and those under 30 were at 48% in terms of digital culture. In terms of financial culture, so anything to do with knowledge, behaviour and attitude, under 30s scored 52%, Thirion also says. If the economic situation in Luxembourg changes, and it will, this behaviour will at some point be an acquired trait. Something that might be problematic, especially for those aged 18 to 30 years old, when they will have to start managing their own budget. So how come a wealthy country like Luxembourg, and especially its younger residents, scored so low? The explanation, I would say, lies on the one hand on a certain carelessness. I don't think it's linked to as much the fact that Luxembourg is a financial hub, but more to the economic context. Yes, we are going through an economic crisis, like all other European and international countries, but in Luxembourg, which is a rich country, the GDP per capita, excluding cross-border workers, is relatively high. 
This financial comfort, in a certain way, influences the behaviour of the younger generations to be a bit more careless, and of older generations to not look at the cost of their weekly expenses as much. Younger generations' familiarity with the internet and their overconfidence in their online money management skills can leave them open to risks, like phishing scams, for instance. If Luxembourg's residents are coming up short in terms of financial education, this is not reflected in the priorities of the national education system. As Thirion recalls, the foundation hasn't had a conversation on the matter with the education ministry since 2017. However, potential change is underway. The ABBL Foundation is currently fine-tuning a national strategy for financial education that it will present to the finance and education ministries after the upcoming summer holidays. The aim? Have the government include the subject of financial education in its official curriculum. But if it's not already in there, is it just that the demand for financial skills isn't that high? That's not really the case, according to Thirion. We also ran a study among 708 students aged between 14 and 21 around their budget management and we asked them if they thought financial education had its place in the curriculum, whether it's in primary or secondary school, and 88% deemed it necessary. Close to zero students were against it. Certain schools in the country are already working with organisations like the ABBL Foundation to offer their students this education. We are currently looking at launching a pilot project for financial education for the entirety of the classes of one school we have collaborated with. Though she couldn't name the school, she adds... We've received support from the school because it has really seen the added value of our initiative. Young entrepreneurs in Luxembourg also offer a financial education course for classes in the Grand Duchy. Furthermore, the Luxembourg Tech School built a financial education platform called Fingol to teach students about financial matters. While the financial sector regulator CSSF offers free access to all things finance on its Let's Fin website. The ABBL Foundation last year also launched a multilingual intergenerational app game called Money Odyssey to fill the knowledge gap. With the number of cyber scams going up each year, Post reported a 40% increase of cyber threats between 2021 and 2022. Understanding money, transactions and, in particular, how these two work in the digital space is crucial. More and more phishing attacks are taking place and they're getting more and more sophisticated. Despite everything, even people who are active in the financial sector, young people older people. We all know someone who's been a victim of this kind of attack. So the message we'd like to vehiculate is don't feel like you're exempt from becoming a victim of this kind of attack. Everyone can be affected. Ara City Radio has reached out to the Ministry of Education to find out whether this subject would be implemented in the official curriculum soon. A spokesperson for the ministry pointed to a parliamentary answer from May, 
where Finance Minister Yuriko Bakis explained that a working group, as well as various departments of the Education Ministry, were working to incorporate financial education in schools and extracurricular activities. In 2020, the Education Ministry also introduced a financial section in high school, where students learn about the economy and its inner workings. There is also an option to learn about entrepreneurship, which leads students to learn about finances as well. Bacchus also pointed out that the current crisis had increased the interest and demand among teachers to learn more about finance so they could share this knowledge with their students. But what will come after the ABBL's presentation for a national financial education plan in September remains to be seen. In the meantime, what can young adults who suffer the most from this lapse in knowledge and who want to learn more about how to manage their money online and offline, on the short and on the long term, do? Here, Thirion recommends this. Pour les, les plus grands, c'est peut-être... Euh... Seek out information and stay informed. Outside of official platforms like the Let's Fin website mentioned before, people also need to take advice off the internet with a pinch of salt. Many financial influences on social media, for instance, give advice on investing, promising high and fast returns against low risk. Here... Thirion recommends. You have to be selective, think critically. Read up on what the influencers say. It's all about staying informed. Some of the financial advice around investing as an activity needs to be put into context, she adds. The key is to talk with adults, research claims and know the basics and risks of this type of activity. For parents, Thirion, who has done this in her own household, suggests to For parents, maybe talk about money. Don't make it a taboo topic. Take your time explaining certain things too. For example, when you give them their first allowance, accompany them in this exercise. If the child hasn't learned the basics of how money works through school, go over the basics again. Like, what is the difference between needs and wants? And maybe put in place a financial project so they can understand and apply the basics. That was Wine and Shine with Tracy. Tracy.